Was it a band member that's gay? Because I picked based on a band member today. The lead singer of Judas Priest came out as homosexual in 1998. What's his name? Uh, man, I had it up. Uh, you had me crunched for time here. I was running fast here. Uh, I, I looked it up during work, Judas, though. Judas Priest? Yeah, Judas Priest. Uh, Hag- Hag- yeah, Hag- Rob Halford. Halford yeah, yeah, I've been seeing him because I keep looking for gay singers, and he's like, what are the... You type in gay rocker. He's like... He's the number one. Talk about him. I mean, Judas Priest, quintessential heavy metal. One of the yeah. hardest rocking bands. I mean, they actually, they're credited with really... If you take some pictures, uh, take a look at some pictures of him. They credit him with establishing that, you know, Ryan, you know, the uh, the studs and the spikes with the uh, leather jackets and that kind of whole s and M style heavy metal look. Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought you'd be impressed. See, yesterday's show, or the previous show, we uh, opened with what I thought was a classic gay rocker from the 80s, George Michael, uh... You were none. Nobody knows. None too impressed. Everybody knows freedom. Nobody knows that song. It's like Get a gay anthem, man. It's like he's Get celebrating freedom, man. Yeah. So uh, yeah. not impressed with my George Michael pick. So I thought I'd follow it up with some hard rocking gay metal. Judas I'm putting this guy on the fence. He might not even be gay. He might just be so masculine he doesn't even know he's fucking a man. Oh, we have another Wilt Chamberlain situation here? Or no, what, what was it? I can't remember. Who was the guy? <laughs> Jim Brown. Yeah, we have another Jim Brown scenario here where he's not gay, he's just he, fucking he just everything jumps in, in yeah, that, This guy just jumps into orgies and fucks whatever. He even, <laughs> I don't even count that as gay. He's just... Yeah, so he just know. happened to be both the giver and potentially the receiver in some uh, wild scenarios. And then he decided to announce being gay in 1998. It was a big deal. Apparently, I did a little reading up on it. He did it on MTV. It was he was like crying? It was very emotional. It was a huge. Uh, this is 98, Brad. By the way, gotta be around the time Ellen. Oh, you're psycho! I was just thinking pre or post Ellen. I'm thinking right on that like ledge there. I think uh, 98 was kind of the year of the I'm here, I'm queer, get over it, man. Ooh, no, way wrong, bro. Ellen came out in 94. Oh, no, no, never mind. I'd believe 94. I just remember the no, no, that's. I just typed in when did Ellen come out, and that, that's the show. Came the out show out. came out in 94. <laughs> it took it. She didn't come out on the show until the show was tanking in the ratings, and they needed With something ratings, to boost it up. Which was boost. which was the fourth fourth season, 1997, is when she. Wow! So the Trailblazer. All right, we'll give cred where it's due. <laughs> and just to show Frank's not lying, not a bigot. Uh, the show got canceled. The final episode was like six months later. It was that season. I eight, mean, they did eight not. Months, yeah, eight months later. They're like, let's milk this yeah. cash cow for one last ride, baby. Ellen, tell him you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a stupid episode, man. Everyone knew she was gay. Do you remember the whole media circus around it? They had the uh, Rolling Stone or New York Times, whatever the article or publication was, and said, yep, I'm gay. I totally yeah, remember. Yeah, it was all over everything. It was, it was like a huge deal. They uh, needed to probably distract us from something that was going on that we're <laughs> not sure Such about now. <laughs> yeah. Dude, did you listen to Joe Rogan? Okay, okay, hold on. Hold on here, stop. First of all, what the fuck is going on? T- like, 
Dude, I could listen to about three minutes of every fucking podcast that is out there. I could watch news for about 90 seconds right now. I, dude, I, every fucking thing is, on the left, all they're talking about is one of the nine indictments of Trump. Yeah, man. That's on the left. Any left-wing media, they're talking about one of the indictments of Trump. Oh, yeah. Or how uh, uh, Pence is going to take down Trump. Or this guy thinks Chris Christie's going to take down Trump. Either way, all they're talking about is fucking Trump. And then you're like, oh, God, all right, well, maybe I'll hit the Daily Wire or something. Give me a Ben Shapiro or something. Dude, fucking uh, Ben Shapiro, the title of his, his, his show today was Get Approved for Testicle Removal in 22 Minutes. I'm like, dude, okay, what? guys, I get the trans <laughs> thing. But there's other things going on oh, in the world. that's now right. The ben, I saw that. Dude, half of the Ben Shapiro show is now talking about the Matt Wall show, talking about the transgender. Dude, I don't care. I don't care about Donald Trump, and I don't fucking care about the trans. I sent you a, a, a shot, maybe even a link to a, an article in, or a segment in CBS. It wasn't loading in time. It's on the docket. I wasn't able to get the clip. Uh, Jared Polis tweeted it out today. It's about a representative out of Jefferson County. In Denver, Colorado, uh, this person is a uh, lady fella, formerly a fella, currently a lady, uh, and they... Never a lady. That's right. Well, you know, I'm just trying to play into the term and uh, make all our listeners out there understand that he's a fella, now a lady, and apparently, as I was perusing the dark webs, or just Twitter, if you will, I saw a bunch of links to several accusations and articles from the past where... This fella, lady, lady fella, was accused of some, you could say, inappropriate touching and behavior around minors when they were involved in the school systems. And I just thought, like, why is it every time we get some weird shit with the kids with you people? What's going on here, man? Like, It's, it's, be- it's because if you really believe that shit, you, some, you're not right. Something's not right. You're, all, you're not all there. Well, I was telling Emma about it. And she said, of course, Jared Polis is out there promoting this guy. I said, yeah, of course, right? Like some fucking freak who's touching kids. Yeah, Jerry Polis is all over that. <laughs> but dude, uh, so anyways, I couldn't listen to anything. I ended up looking up Joe Rogan. He had Theo Vaughn. I love Theo Vaughn. Your favorite of favorites. Like You're always quoting He's one of Theo my Vaughn. favorites, yes. dude. He's like, love the way the guy thinks. Anyways. Uh, one of, they start talking about the vaccine program. Oh, all right. Goodbye, YouTube. This is a Adios. pre-warning. Don't listen. <laughs> Cover your ears, YouTube. But uh, Joe Rogan started talking about how, like, he's questioning everything. And Welcome to my talking... world. <laughs> but, dude, then he started talking about uh, polio. And I had to look this up after I heard this shit, dude. Yo. They fucking completely lied to us about polio. Do go and then on. So, so, sold us some stupid vaccine that, dude, it's probably just like the COVID vaccine. Probably doesn't even work. So, for sure, almost everybody that gets polio walks away unscathed. Except for Mitch McConnell, apparently. <laughs> well, polio just went to his neck. It just grew a uh, ball sack on his fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> And they were saying that, like, if you looked at, like, the, one of the reasons they had to get the vaccine is because all of a sudden all these kids started getting polio, right? All right, They're man. Cr- crippling polio. Yeah. Then they came out with the vaccine, and then guess what? The, the polio kind of it went away. Dude, 
that whole period coincides with the use of DDTs, which cause the same thing as polio. DDTs? What are those now? I am yeah. a certified moron. It was a chemical we used to spray in the air to uh, get rid of bugs. Oh, yes. That, because right. we were afraid of the diseases that the bugs were spreading. Oh, you know, yeah. the, the bugs that we lived alongside for thousands of years? Thousands. But we had to use this man-made chemical to get rid of those bugs. <laughs> That's right, man. Because they were going to kill <laughs> us. In the meantime, this chemical was causing uh, encephalitis or some shit. Uh, but it was like fucking up the kids. Which is funny because growing up in Chicago, in the suburbs uh, especially, we had these trucks driving around July and August, and they I just sprayed away. And I would always say to everybody, that's not good. There's no not way good. there's good stuff in that shit, and there's no way we should be breathing in. I would get laughed at, called a nut job, tinfoil hat conspiracy Oh, theorist. yeah, just so people know, he's, it's been like this his whole life. He's oh, been yeah. laughing at him. He's I have been, been trying to warn us. I have been <laughs> questioning and warning everyone around me. The government's spraying shit in the sky, people. Dude, I was like... I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I I just they've been playing us like this forever. I There's think. no doubt about it. If you take a look at the history, it's about every hundred years around in the twenties uh, area, like nineteen twenty, eighteen twenty, twenty twenty. You have an outbreak of some sort. Uh, they call the masses Dude, and do all sorts of weird shit. Spanish flu happens just so happens to be around World War One. Well, do you know what's interesting about know. Spanish flu? Maybe you guys, maybe you guys were fucking playing around with viruses and shit. And well, created something. You're onto something, and I did see a little bit out there on the interwebs. There were some videos floating around about how during World War One they were afraid, or publicly they were announcing their fear that all these diseases would diseases would spread because the soldiers would be coming back. Uh, from the battlefield, and so they inoculated all these soldiers, leaving uh, the you know the trenches and everything. And then, because there were these uh, sicknesses coming, they uh, started an inoculation vaccine program in Europe and then in America. And suddenly, out of nowhere, the Spanish flu swept through and knocked out the world. Yeah, man, they're fucking us. Absolutely. Take a look at uh, 1920, folks, or 1918 through 1920, when the uh, Spanish flu was rolling around. I think that's the right time frame, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Around there. Close uh, enough for a podcaster. Hey, look, certified idiot. And they have, uh, (laughs) these pictures are crazy. It's people with masks on. They were doing the diaper face 100 years ago. We're just so dense. We're such goldfish. We do not have the capability to look back 100 years and say, hmm, Looks like they're pulling the same shit. Yeah, it's the same game plan. And it could easily be the, the old book. The same know? masters, man. Makes you kind of question our reality, if not our history as a whole, because it seems like the same people that have been in power have been in power the whole time. Uh, I was reading about the when we transitioned off the gold standard. Uh, this was when right after the Titanic sank, and do you know how there are several individuals who were on the Titanic who were uh, staunch opponents of getting off the gold standard and switching to the Federal Reserve? And uh, these fellas died on the Titanic. And meanwhile, J.P. Morgan... Are you sure, man? Because we went off the gold standard way after the Titanic. J.P. Morgan was scheduled to be on the Titanic, and he canceled last minute. And then he pushed through... The, the Federal Reserve right after. It was about a year later. 
But the push had been going oh, on for yeah, years. Okay. The push had been going on for years. There were three major yeah, okay, financiers. Nick, Nixon got rid of the gold standard. That's in the seventies. Sorry, yeah. When we when but we opened, you're talking about when we did the uh, the federal. federal we opened the Federal Reserve, and we uh, yeah. uh, Wilson, I believe, did a gold confiscation, and he made everyone turn in their gold. Oh, the gold confiscation. And we and we turned, and then we went to the banknotes, and apparently. There were major players in the financial industry that were absolutely opposed to it, but uh, they got knocked off on the Titanic. A lot of theories that the Titanic was really, sh- you know, oh, shot out of the yeah, sea. You're right, because the founded December twenty third, nineteen thirteen, and the Titanic was nineteen fourteen. It sank. I'm telling you, people, there's no coincidences. Man, <laughs> just like when they found a couple billion dollars missing. That's when the towers go down. <laughs> That's right. What, Building 7? Oh, no, no geez. planes hit Building 7, but it still went down. Just don't ask any questions. You're not allowed to talk about it. Building oh, 7. Oh, no, you're right. It was April. Okay, April 14th, 1912 was the Titanic. So it was a year and a half later they started the Federal Reserve. Yeah. You might be onto something, man. I'm not, I'm not going to take credit for this. I peruse Ooh. all the conspiracy threads on Reddit and all the weirdo spaces and Twitter and everywhere. I uh, stumbled upon some videos in my downtime, and I thought, oh, that is pretty interesting. And, like, uh, remember I was discussing Beatlemania, strangely immediately following the assassination of John F. Kennedy? What a great way to distract everyone from one of the greatest coup d'etats in the history of the modern planet. I mean, it, is, it really was. You know, it like, really it's, pretty, it's pretty interesting no, when dude, you I see the timing of things. It, dude, there was a coup d'etat on, on fucking 2020. I mean, I believe it I'm too. I'm sorry, man. I totally believe it, man. I, the, the, all this information coming out, dude. The the FBI, okay, every intelligence agency, the mainstream media, the the few people at the top who run all communications in this in this country, they all got together and they forced people to vote a certain way based yes. on fear. Yes, it's insane, dude. And you can't shake anybody on the other side and wake them up and say, we're all being lied to. There is no Fox News versus CNN. They're all on the same side. They're all colluding all together, same. man. Like, they're, they, they hate us. Uh, you know? I, I, can't get the, I can't get people to understand that. Fox News fired Tucker Carlson because he wanted to talk about the shit they, they're not allowed to talk about. Because they're controlled opposition. You know, I couldn't agree more. And did you catch... Tucker on Twitter this week? Oh, man. Everybody did. Like 90 million people Episode one. It. it was like within a few hours of being launched. I looked at Emma. I'm like, this motherfucker just got 27 million views in two hours on like 10 minutes of footage. Like, <laughs> and a million of them was Brian Stelter crying while watching it on <laughs> Oh, Stelter was Jesse Waters. Come on, dude. Uh, just like everybody else, Frank, I forgot Jesse Waters existed. <laughs> Who's the clown that took over? Uh, Hannity? Jesus Christ. Hannity, he's, uh, he's a lapdog. So we have, um, I, I snipped a little of the Tucker. Everybody, go check it out. It's on Twitter. It's it's a interesting ride. It's classic it's, it's Tucker. Well, can I say something here? Yeah. Uh, John Stewart, if you're listening. Wow. Take note of the fucking sound quality. The production, man. This guy got fired two days ago. Started a podcast. I know. It's killing you. 
Well, John Stewart can't do anything because he's on strike. So well, there's uh, like one category John Stewart's beating him in, and that's hiring. F- John Stewart, <laughs> congratulations! You have a hundred percent running your show. It sucks. You can't even hear what you guys are talking about. Tucker Carlson, I don't know who his crew is fucking, but I know they're good at their job. It's probably just Tucker, honestly, the way it looked like. He probably just set up a camera and hit go. Frank, I don't know if you know Tuckers. They can't. They can't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, so I got a little bit of the uh, Tucker clip. I think this is one of the uh, more interesting parts. He kind of does like a rapid fire. I'm going to drop all conspiracy bombs on you right now, and that's why I liked it, of course. Uh, and this is hopefully what we can expect from this whole thing. Maybe he's onto something. Maybe Elon's onto something. Seems like they're going to transform Twitter. Elon wants Twitter to be some all-encompassing platform where you do everything there. So uh, we're heading down that way. Twitter TV. Uh, we're five seconds away from it. I tell you what. But I found this to be a, kind of a fun little tuck. But mostly they just ignore the stories that matter. What's happened to the hundreds of billions of U.S. dollars we've sent to Ukraine? No clue. Who organized those BLM riots three years ago? No one's gotten to the bottom of that. What exactly (laughs) happened on 9-11? Well, it's still classified. How did Jeffrey Epstein make all that money? How did he die? How about JFK? And so endlessly on. Not only are the media not interested in any of this, they are actively hostile to anybody who is. In journalism, curiosity is the gravest crime. All right, just a quick one for you all today. Uh, I can't really do too much, Tucker, personally. I thought 10 minutes was uh, about Max um, on that little video. Say, yeah, we got a no-tuck policy on this podcast. We typically but, uh, do, so that may be it for our tucking. Nah, he's better now. I kind of, you know, I watched it. I liked it. He's, he's, you know. Well, it's interesting when you got somebody just talking about the reality that's unfolding, not the, you know, phony baloney green screen reality that the mainstream media wants you to believe. Dude, there's 3 million podcasts out there. Not one of them is talking about this. They're all talking about Donald Trump and his indictments. Come on. That's funny. I got no, we got no Trump on the docket, folks. You're welcome. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that, dude. There's so many other things going on, so many other things to talk about. Tucker's right. There's so many questions I have about what has happened in very recent history. Yeah. You know? Well. I mean, I mean JFK, dude, I, I don't even, that's so far down my list of things I want answers for. Dude, great call, absolutely. It's funny that in a year where they did admit, essentially, the CIA absolutely killed Kennedy, we just don't have enough bandwidth to compute it because there's just so much bullshit happening around us in the last six years. Don't even care. I'm just bringing it up as a point, and if I didn't, we might not even talk about it. There was a supposed Mars attack, alien invasion in Las Vegas. It might not even make it on our show. It's the it's a monster clip. I have it. I'd love to do it. It's like three minutes long. I re- I try to keep them at two minutes, folks. But my God, clip of the year already. I like I can't even. I'm busting out of the seams right now. This is like the stuff. It's a hoax. Ah, uh, did it already it's get disproven? Hoax. It got disproven. Oh, I'm calling it. Oh, you're just calling hoax. All yeah, right, you're here. You're hearing it here, guys. It's well, a hoax. We hyped it already. We gotta do it. This is. 
This is why Take we from the dude man. This, this is why we podcast people. Yeah, I included the music and everything. The police call. Everybody will be talking about. Thanks for joining us here at six o'clock. I'm Denise Valdez. I'm Brian Loftus. A family says something crashed into their backyard, prompting them to call 911, saying they saw creatures walking around. Our eight news now investigators digging into this for weeks now, and tonight our David Charns with the video you will only see on eight news now. David. And the dude Brian man. Sources telling eight news now investigators that several <laughs> agencies believe something landed or crashed. Whether it was non-humans or not, it certainly... Uh, apparently M. Night Shyamalan already suing this Channel 9 news station uh, for uh, stealing his concept for signs. Uh, <laughs> scared the people living on this property. Now, before we show you that video, listen to their call for help. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Yeah, because that's how you sound when an okay, alien craft crashes in your backyard and an uh, eight-foot alien is looking at you. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually weird. So there's, two, terrified, but... so there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. <laughs> Can you stop right there? <laughs> <laughs> the only person less impressed than me is this 911 dispatcher. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Ted Cruz of 911 dispatchers right here. Look, L.A. dispatcher, she's heard it all, man. No doubt about uh, it. She's probably around yeah. during the OJ stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Right? Good call. Imagine being an L.A. dispatcher <laughs> that was around during the L.A. riots. You know, you'd be like, uh, oh, young dude, gun, you haven't even seen nothing yet. LA, yeah, I was, just, <laughs> I was just about to say, dude, if you've been around since the 90s, you're not even getting off your Amazon account. <laughs> take this phone call serious until you hear the word riot. I know. What's that? Koreans firing off the rooftops? All right, maybe we'll come check it out. Uh, sounds like you got it under control. I don't know why you're calling me. <laughs> sounds like you should call the Koreans. They're like eight foot. Nine feet, ten foot. I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes. They have big eyes. Oh, like, okay. like, I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes and... And they're not human. They're hundred percent. They're not human. Okay. <laughs> well, obtaining video as officers then responded to the call you just heard. Give that lady You'll a raise. See the officers yeah. also She's saw a something pro. in the sky that night. But the big question is, what was it, and is it all connected? Yeah, here we go. So the cops also saw something. That's why I find this to be a little interesting. You know what? You know what have been really great is that lady was like, mm-hmm. Okay. So did you get probed? What is stuck in your ass, sir? <laughs> <laughs> for this a million times. Is it all the way up the anus or just <laughs> halfway? Can we see the object sticking out? Or... We're going to have to go deep in there. And uh, just to check, are you calling from the Pelosi residence? Or is this... Uh... <laughs> oh, that's San Francisco. Yeah, never mind. All right. We'll come check it out. It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro police officer's body cam catches this. Something flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later. There's a there's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. 
Someone calls 911 reporting two large figures in their backyard. Oh, no, I'm so nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone saw a shooting star, then these people say there's aliens in there. This is what happens when you defund the police, people. These are the people yeah. coming to rescue you if you report an alien invasion in your backyard. They're in the driveway saying, I got butterfly in my gut, bro. I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to do it. Is it aliens, bro? I'm fucking scared, bro. Backyard. By now, <laughs> it's more... This is why it took them an hour to go in during Uvalde. In an hour after that bright light, officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What'd you see? It was like a... It was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testing top. I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did you yeah, see anything land in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. Police walk into the backyard to investigate, but Metro blacked out that part of the video because it's considered private property. Oh, that's men in black, bro. The men in black are here, I'm telling you. <laughs> What's clear? They're taking this call seriously. <laughs> it was sewer gas. Hey, this might sound like a really dumb question. And what you all saw was the swamp gas caught a weather <laughs> balloon <laughs> crossing over past the Milky Way. But did you guys see anything? <laughs> Large creature? That was a dog with mange. <laughs> That's right. Everybody gather around, take a look at this shiny object here. <laughs> Asking others what they yeah. saw. Uh, I would normally discount as... Alright, so these cops go around, uh, the clip's pretty much over. They, uh, they get no evidence, no, um, they don't show anything from the footage of the backyard. Okay, so. the headline of every fucking story was, Body cam footage of UFO! Yeah, but they don't show anything, man! It's literally like a balloon on fire in the sky. You're like, <laughs> a weather balloon fucking fell from the sky. <laughs> Oh man, no, it was, it was, we all know what it was. It was a Chinese spy balloon. Uh, they just don't want to admit it because it's embarrassing. I actually heard oh, what it was. Good call. It was a bunch of Yao Mings that fucking fell out of the balloon. Well, rumor has it that it was actually um, Sam Smith. He finally deflated his costume that he was wearing. <laughs> he came out of the atmosphere, flew back down, <laughs> caught fire from the heat, you know, from the re entry. And uh, oh, just in time for Pride Month, that's man. right. You almost missed it. Sam Smith is back for Pride Month, though, folks. He made it back. Congratulations. <laughs> They're just gonna blow him back up to use him as a float. Yeah, well, he was still wearing that demon costume from the Grammys, and so that's why they <laughs> thought it was some sort of weird, flashy alien. You know, they were just confused. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I totally <laughs> forgot about that guy. What happened to Sam Smith? What a bust, dude. He thought he was gonna become like the most famous, popular, awesome pop star because he was gonna embrace Satan and dress like the devil and have some tranny sing the song with him, and it was just. Such a shitty song and such a stupid costume and what a ridiculous performance and he ended up just being a joke. Yeah, you got your five minutes. That's what you happens. You got your applause from the trannies. I, I hope embracing Satan was worth it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't really cut his end of the bargain on that deal. I feel like... <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I don't know. I always say to everybody, you know, say what you want about like the religious people, but they seem pretty happy. The, the the Satanist, you know, the, the teenager are all in black and shit. They don't seem too happy. I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, Chris Pratt seems like a pretty happy dude. Compared, <laughs> Very happy. You know, compared to uh, any of the other Jokers in Hollywood who are uh, 
known Satanists and pedophilia loving weirdos. Uh, Stephen Colbert. Steve, <laughs> I wasn't going to go that far, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's more like a three letter agency kind of CIA. Stephen? Yeah. Yeah, man. Mm. Look at him. He's got that whole. He's got that like a CIA look going on, I feel like, you know? You're right. Even the fact that he spells it PH is a, is a psyop. Red flag so. immediately, man. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, dude. I couldn't get that image out of my head. It's crazy. Oh, uh, it's crazy it's, stuff. So, Excellent. yeah, aliens. Huh? You think. Uh, All right, yes. We, we, we diverted a little bit, but I would love to circle back. Do I believe in this one? Now, what would you say has been my take in general? For majority of the UFO alien stuff going on lately, you think that they're setting up for uh, some CGI fake invasion? That's right, my friends. And I think nothing better than spin up a bunch of local bullshit alien UFO stories straight out of some M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong movie and, uh, you know, have it just bubble there at the surface for a few weeks and then then you drop the big tamale somewhere in the summer you know you just have some big mothership pop up somewhere in san diego it's two on the nose bro i mean you fucking you practically hit the nerds who sit on the hilltop with their telescopes trying to look into area 51 that's how close you were to Area 51. I'm just going to say this, though. Uh, if a mothership pops up in San Diego, folks, send your money to Dude Man at DudeManPodcast.com. <laughs> I am Nostradamus. I predict the future. I can yeah, predict man. yours. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is all just uh, baloney, some sort of psyop. Um, the story could even not really even exist. Like, we live in the age of deep fakes, AI technology, beyond the likes of which we've never seen before. More than possible that this news story is completely fictitious. All the people involved aren't real. The the uh, people reporting it may not have any idea about it, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I just... If, if the story goes on, the, the, the whole story is... So those cops didn't get there until an hour after the flash in the sky. That's right. And the whole story is by the time they got there, the spacecraft and the people that were in it or whatever was in it, they they had left. You know what I mean? And the the, the people that saw the creatures even said they were like working on the ship, dude. The cr- oh, wait, they're saying like the aliens were doing some repairs? And- yeah, dude, that's what I mean. When you listen to the whole story, it's like, dude, what do you I mean? Well, then, you know what this makes me think then? It was probably people from the future. No. Oh, dude, that was a good silence, though. That means I made you. The, <laughs> you know, folks, that you know what that means. Mike's gonna listen to this episode now, like two days from now, and then he's gonna think about it for three days, and then he's gonna call me after one of our shows, like a week, and be like, "Dude, dude, that was a crazy idea with those people from the future, man." No, I just don't think we're doing it. What, future time travel? I don't know. Oh, dude, if we were to be... So, if we were to master time travel, we would probably know... We would go far enough to know our demise, so then we would go back to the point where we could change course. 
Long silence number two, folks. I am I, on a fucking roll I, here. I, I yeah. think I think when it uh, I think when it comes to time travel, it, it it you know it's just like everything else. I think we will probably invent it well before we're just ready for it, and if we do, we'll probably destroy the space time continuum, continuum. before we ever <laughs> really master using it. You know. This is a really great and probably accurate take, which is every time we harness the power of God on some level, uh, it blows up in our face almost every time because we're yeah, just too I mean, irresponsible you had, to like, handle. You had the smartest men in the world who were like, if you flip that switch, there's a point zero 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 one percent chance you're going to create a black hole that's going to suck up everything we know in the galaxy. And they're like, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll flip it. And then they just turn on the particle collider. They turned you know? around. <laughs> they took a look at everybody. Said, "We're all signed up for that Obamacare, right? All right, let's kick it out, baby. Give it the juice. Hold my beer." <laughs> you know what I mean? Same thing with the nuclear bombs. We didn't really know what was gonna happen. We didn't know what was gonna happen. We started splitting atoms, and we just did it. You know, some guy has a theory. Yeah, you know, think about that. Like the idea that, like, we just decided off of like. Just math and theories that we're going to take atoms. Something we can't see. We don't even really know they're there. But we're going to start splitting them and dealing with energy that we don't even really know. Oh, dude, CERN blows my mind where they just decided to create this gigantic super donut. And they're like, we're going to shoot these atoms at each other and we're going to try and discover the God particle. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with us, man? <laughs> like... But not only that, just nuclear energy, the nuclear bombs we, we blow off all over. Like, we don't really understand the... What's weird about the nuke bombing, too, uh, I always thought whenever you the Earth experiences some dramatic instance like that, you know, there could be effects to the way it's, uh, you know, wobbling and spinning and going around the sun. Dude, uh... Almost impossible for us to affect the Earth like that. Like I, people do not understand what you're dealing with when it comes to the Earth. You're not going to blow off a bomb and affect the way the Earth is tilted. Or in any way, no. There's no chance that you could. Uh, oh, dude, what are you, Wiley any... Coyote? I mean, just get the fuck out of here. Is this an Acme bomb? Well, it could be a you know, could be a big boy. <laughs> All right, blow off a big boy here or fat boy. Big boy, fat that's boy. Such like a, that's such like a 90s uh, way of thinking, man. I just saw that movie, uh, watching it, uh, what's it called? Where they core to the center of the earth because it stopped spinning. The, like, the whole earth just stopped spinning. That movie would would have been so much better if it was based on Hollow Earth and they run into, like, the advanced breakaway civilization who's really <laughs> running everything. They go down there and the guys who turn the wheel are on strike. <laughs> Oh, fuck you, writers. We don't need the writers, man. Dude, it's not even that. I I read somewhere like the directors are about to go on strike and then the actors, like everyone might be on strike. This could be the best thing that's ever happened to Hollywood. Oh, we should start taking up acting. <laughs> I'm a, I'll scab all day. <laughs> I'm just going to put together a bunch of scripts. Uh, we'll toss some of our ideas through chat GPT and see what pops out. I guarantee you, I'll give you a better deal than the writers, man. Compared to my job right now, if you just give me free food and I don't get sprayed in the face with shit water, <laughs> I'm in. Can I work in air conditioning? Yes. Oh, man. What? <laughs> I'm not going to go home smelling worse than the sewers I was working in? 
<laughs> I was literally in this like sewer, like in a we're working on a sewer in a crawl space with these two other guys. And uh the one I mean it is the end of the day, the other guy, one of the guys, man, he was he was ripe, you know? You're applying uh, goes, this fella's stinking up a little bit here. He's got a little stench the going. The boss goes, I've been in this hole for eight hours. How the fuck are you the worst thing I'm throwing? <laughs> Yes, it was so fucking funny, man. Oh man. Oh yeah. That happens, dude. Some people get that uh, that ripe stench going. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it all the time. I live out here in Colorado, dude. It's uh, home of the hippies, my man. You know, nobody, everyone's rocking that eco-friendly, non-deodorant deodorant, man, or none at all. Oh yeah, man. No, no. Listen, I gotta. I shower every day, sometimes twice, and I gotta load up that deodorant. But it's muggy here, and you're working. You're gonna stink. Yeah, you know, I think the um, humidity versus dry climate plays a, a big, you know, role Huge. in how you uh, prepare yourself for the day. Here in Colorado, though, man, raining all the time, so people, uh, I don't think we're ready for the uh, perspiration from the extra Yo. humidity. <clears throat> so funny, man. I was just thinking about today. We are in like an extreme drought. That's right, man. But I'm like, all I can think is like, everybody here is complaining about how there's no water. I got this brother about a thousand miles due west. Oh yeah, who's constantly complaining about how they're spraying his his skies and fucking making it rain. They did it today. I think you guys stole our water, dude. Yeah, because the thing what happens when you geoengineer and you create water, you are stealing moisture and water from other places. Yeah, you're just gonna move the water. Well, what has been my theory ongoing lately is. They're terraforming Colorado because they are planning on some level for people to live here and not in other places here in this country, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. You know, they've been really gearing up. They, you know, Congress and the Senate, they bought up like a massive supply of iodine pills, you know, the stuff that you take when there's a nuclear explosion. Uh, they all have the new satellite phones in case all communications are wiped out. These people, man, they're gearing up for something. In, I don't know, man. Meantime, I really looked into this, and if you see the pictures, I think what they really gave these old fucks was vitamins because they're all so old. Very and then possible. those phones look like flip phones. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they don't get... <laughs> they probably just told the senator, stop looking at porn on your iPhones. Yeah, you, we uh, know what media, you're looking at. That's what I, can find <laughs> it. I think it was more of like, we can see what you're texting your girlfriends. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like... And Lindsay, your boyfriend? <laughs> hey oh, Lady G. That's right. It was it was all because of Swalwell and Matt Gates. They just keep texting all these uh you know spy <laughs> prostitutes from around the world. <laughs> Eric, I know it's hard to tell, but just because she says she's Filipino doesn't mean she's not Chinese. <laughs> Remember the Chinese have the dirty knees? Swalwell and Gates. The same guy. They're literally the same person on either side of the aisle. I love that they both exist. So we, oh, yeah, you know no, what I'm they saying? came out of the same factory. They're seriously the same bro, just one's a conservative and one's a Democrat, <laughs> and they both irresponsibly bang prostitutes that are absolutely <laughs> spies. Like, there's no doubt about it. These yeah, stupid idiots are banging spies. 
Yeah, they are literally just two frat guys cheering for different their different college football <laughs> yes. team. Yes, man. That's why it's you know? so funny they both exist. I, it's just like AOC and Lauren Babert. Bobert. Yes. The yes. same chick. I'm both like both AOC right. and Lauren Bobert. Our country would be better if they were both still bartending. They oh, should you're both so right. go I would, back to bartending. I'd bang either one of you, but yes. I don't know which one would annoy me more afterwards. Super hot babes, too much lip gloss, both need to go back to bartending so that we could save our country. I think that's yes. something we could all get behind. They're the Good same call. chicks. They're just on the other side of the house. Actually, Bobert should marry Swalwell, and AOC should marry Gates. And then we'll see what <laughs> see what happens. I'm sure you Dude, get the Can you imagine the teeth on the Gates AOJ <laughs> fucking kid? Holy it's shit. It's all teeth. That it's would make one... horses blush, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. One fucking giant jaw. That's all you get. <laughs> it would look like those like uh, those teeth that chatter. You could wind them up. <laughs> just two little legs sticking out the bottom. <laughs> I think I just solved politics in our country. Just get, the, the, those are the two. Well, here's my question. I just, I just talk. I just talk. You don't think they're fucking? Not necessarily those pairs, but I think they're all fucking. They're all partying. They're all doing, you know? Oh, I think they all go. I, let me say this. I believe Stanley Kubrick had uh, one last movie, and it was Eyes Wide Shut. He died immediately after. In fact, he died before the premiere of a heart attack. We all know. Who's able to create heart attacks? But uh, and this is the man who is famously or uh, infamously responsible for many theorists believe the creation of the moon landing videos that everybody saw in the late sixties, early seventies. But he had the eyes wide shut movie, and it's about the secret societies, Illuminati, the the people in these groups that are. It, you know, when you're in these societies and in these meetings and soirees and the sex parties and the orgies, like, they're all wearing masks. And do you, I do I think that these people on both sides of the aisle are at the same parties wearing these masks, doing all sorts of weird, satanic, sexual, bizarre shit and doing the adrenochrome and all that stuff? Yes, I totally think that that's what's going on. I think that's how you get in the club. I think that's why Al Franken got the boot. Yeah. Al Franken didn't yeah, go to the yeah. soiree. Al Franken didn't want to drink the kitty blood. Al Franken didn't want to do the weird orgy. So they found a weird photograph of him from 20 years ago where he's jokingly squeezing the boobs of a person who's passed out. You're out of here. So insane. It's so insane. He pretended to put his hands on a woman's breast who was wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah, man. A vest that can stop bullets. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure his hands can't get through there. So and he was that is the craziest one. When it comes to the big club, none of us are in it. And when you sneak and, and that into the happened Senate, at the time when all the fucking uh, Epstein shit was coming out. Yeah, man, I like, just come on. I uh, when it comes to these elites, they're all in the same club. There, there's the we live in the uniparty system in America. The squabbling, the bullshit. Who did? 
Who thought there wasn't going to be a deal on the debt ceiling? Anybody, anybody hanging on that thread and you know on the edge of your seat, not knowing I what's going to happen? You're a fool, and you were played like a fiddle. Yeah, dude, we've become the oligarchy. We're f- like these we're idiots, families man. that just run everything. Yes, dude, they're all in charge. Uh, I don't think, you know, what what changes really when one party takes over versus the other on our military standing overseas. What do you mean? Well, outside of Trump, between Bush, Obama, and then Biden, was there really much difference in how we engage in warfare overseas or how we try to dominate certain areas or we have secret wars going on, secret drone attacks going on, uh, I think there's been a huge shift with Biden. I think it's the simil- yeah, it's the extension of what was going on with Obama. Obama, people do not like to talk about how this man <clears throat> essentially created the modern era of warfare where we're just secretly bombing <laughs> countries all over Africa that nobody knows about. Uh, yeah, but <clears throat> I, dude, honestly, Trump, when it comes to like foreign wars and shit, Trump was more Obama than Biden. Really? Dude, Biden pulled out of Afghanistan. And then is funding Ukraine for what reason? Well, because we were done in the Middle East, we have a new proxy war. That's Ukraine. <laughs> Come on, Mike, get with the times, man. It's about where you're going to make the money. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, interesting to think about like how the warfare continues the same. We squabble here back and forth about the bullshit issues, the abortion rights and the oil and environment, and it's just all bickering and back and forth and guns. We're always just fighting. Now race, right? It's just everybody's fighting over here, and then we're not realizing that you know, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are making just as much money over on the wars going on overseas as Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. They're tied to yeah. the same defense contracting companies. They're tied to the same <laughs> oil companies. They're all making money from the same players. So they're on the same team. Always. Comes down to money, right? Always. Uh, it kills me. That, uh, it's kind of killing me that you guys are talking about like the left is supposed to be the progressive party, right? That's right, man. And right now, your two top candidates are Joe Biden, who's been in there since the 1970s. A career politician. And Robert Kennedy. Legit Kennedy. Yeah, a like, Kennedy. You guys... <laughs> I don't know. Another Kennedy. Well, it's all about power. It's all about money. Money talks. And that's why, Mike, we must talk about the live and the PGA deal, my man. <laughs> So fucking funny. Of course they sold out. Come on. We predicted this right when this was a huge controversy. What was it, a year ago? How long did this take to happen? Ridiculous. We both said it. They were going to let the golfers back in. Yes. I didn't see a merger happening, though. This is um, pretty pretty big deal, actually. Dude, these people have more money than God. I know, dude. They could literally just buy anybody or anything. There's no way that you were gonna hold off on the Saudis offering you money. Did you, ever just... hear that, did you ever hear that story on NPR about the uh, the prince the prince's hookers? 
No. It's like this chick from New York who talks about how she was like, she was like a young girl. She got into this club and uh, some Arab looking guy invited her into the VIP. And then they like started talking to her and then they offered her a job in the Middle East. And the job, and she goes, and she literally, she admits that before she knew it, she was just, a, she, she was just a hooker for one of the princes. She said she would get, she was given like the most incredible room. Everything she wanted was taken care of, was paid for. And she's like, one once in a while, she'd get called into this room, and then the guy would just like start making her like start making her blow him. And then when she was done, she'd go back to her room and there would just be like $20,000 sitting there. Wow. She had to go to a party where like the prince would even offer her to other guests. Oh, yeah, man. And then there would just be like $100,000 in the room. Okay. Saucy. So that's what I mean. They go around the world recruiting the most beautiful girls and they bring them back. They pay them. I mean. And does they, they, <laughs> does the sacrificial lamb of Jeffrey Epstein not make more sense to people? Like they, yep, we got him. That's it. It's over, folks. The rich aren't banging underage girls anymore. Yeah, <laughs> we got the guy, the bad guy, the one and only. It's all over. Stop looking. But, but what killed me was like when you're talking about going. She's like, we go to a party for the party. I'm getting a hundred thousand dollars, and there's like thirty girls. So it, it, it's crazy to think about it's like a lot of money. They're ta- you're, ta- you're, dude, you're talking about they they think the first trillionaires live in the UAE. I think it's the UAE. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And now they're part of the. I I think they now own the PGA. They just didn't want to full on admit. But blindside no, of, of course. World, today's merger between the PGA and Saudi. <laughs> that A now stands for Allah. I'm like so seriously. You know. You're. I'm not a huge golf fan. I do like to go golfing. From time to time, uh, with Emma, it's fun to do and drink some beers, smoke a little weed out there on a beautiful day. But outside of that, I'm not a huge fanatic or anyone that really follows the sport. But I find this story fucking interesting. Off transcends <laughs> the game. Some of the sport's biggest names joined Liv just a year ago, launching a bitter rivalry on the fairways, pitting top players against each other, creating geopolitical tension, dividing fans, and triggering a slew of lawsuits. I think the golf world, including the biggest names in the sport, were stunned. I don't think anybody saw this coming. Why did it happen? Money. At the end of the day, <laughs> money. <laughs> and discovery down the line that was ahead with lawsuits that uh, were pending for both sides. With billions money. of dollars to be invested by Saudi Arabia, often criticized for human rights violations, Yasser al-Ramayan becomes chairman of the new entity. We've recognized that together we can have a far greater impact on this game than we can <laughs> For PGA Commissioner Jay Monaghan. We realized a billion is a very large check. (laughs) That's what I realized. He should have went out there and said, folks, have you ever seen how many zeros go after the one in a billion? (laughs) It's a lot of zeros. I don't know if you know this, but my yearly bonus is based on the profit of the sale. (laughs) Have you Any peeped? percentage of a billion <laughs> is a lot of million. Have you guys seen a, like what 10% of a billion dollars is? <laughs> Ask Joe Biden. It's amazing. Talk to the big guy. 
Reversal from a year ago when tour players were leaving for lucrative deals with Liv, angering 9-11 families. I would ask, you know, any love, player that... Dude, I love I, how they brought 9-11 into My it. favorite part of I love story. it, dude. Yes, that's dude, <laughs> PGA was like... <laughs> the PGA Tour was like, you guys can't come back if you once you leave, you're out, right? And everybody said, well, you know, everybody kind of disagreed with them, you know, because it's like, clearly it's a money thing. And then what do they do? They come back with, no, we're doing this for the 9-11 <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I got to tell you, though, whoever came up with that idea, give that guy a raise. It was Jon Stewart, actually, but he can't take credit because he's on writer strike. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's very, it's very sad, really. <laughs> he hasn't had an original thought in 20 years. <laughs> so, uh... They bring uh, the, in the, the 9-11 oh, genius, man. I love it. Has left or any player that would ever consider leaving. Have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour? I don't know the answer to how palatable this will ultimately be. But, uh, you know, there are a lot of people who aren't going to be happy about it. But I think it was really damaging to the game of golf, the way the situation existed for the last, what was it, year and a half? Star players like Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kapka joined Liv and were suspended from the PGA. I understand I'm going to get for it, and I'm totally cool with that. Tonight it appears they'll be welcomed back. The news cheered by some players like Mickelson while others caught off guard and angry. The question now, will fans embrace or tee off on the new tour? Wow, I'll never forget. Yeah, dude. <laughs> never forget. Yeah, how pissed would you be if you're one of those golfers? Yes. Like, I'm, I'm staying with the PGA. Yes. Now, now all these guys are rolling back in with their $20, $40 million paychecks. Yep, they just cashed out. Why didn't anybody... I found it so funny the first time around. Everybody wants to forget, and they're not mentioning it in here. It's because they were in a partnership with Trump. Who was Liv? Yes. Oh yeah, they're giving, they're dumping money into uh, Marlago. So because Trump was on some name level involved, that was a huge part of the boycott from a lot of the the players and the media. That's why they made a big stink about it because Trump was involved. Not involved, but I think Marlago. Right? I I distinctly remember Trump's name being stuck to this whole thing. It was a big reason why these people didn't want to join. And then they made their stance, and then the other guys were like, well, fuck it. I don't, you know, I'm probably, <laughs> the guys who went were probably Trump supporters. And then they, you know, did the live golf thing, made their money, and now they're like, okay, I'm back. I cashed my check. <laughs> you guys are losers. Because you, you guys are losers because you let politics get involved with your business decisions. That's why you're losers. And you deserve to be a loser. You deserve Dude, to not make that money. You know they're walking into that clubhouse like, oh, Bill, I heard he didn't go with Liv. Hey, don't worry, buddy. Drinks are on me today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no way you could afford him with that PGA contract. Let me know if you need some clubs or something. <laughs> oh, man, this is... This is great stuff. Anytime golf, anything comes up, I just think of Happy Gilmore, and I assume oh, it's always like that all the oh, time. Oh, dude, that is incredible, though, man. Nine Eleven family, that is the lowest of the low. Yes. To just bring that into yes. this.
that's why I loved it so much. Like at first I, it kind of hung actually in my email for a little bit. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to talk about it. We might not have time. And then I just kind of gave it a little gander there. And I was like, Whoa, how did you guys get nine 11 in this bad boy? Like this is, <laughs> but so that means, first of all, you got to understand, like nobody cares about this. Like, how many people really golf? How many people golf enough that this would actually bother them? And then how many of those people are family members of a 9-11 victim? <laughs> so is the, is the media now admitting Saudi Arabia was behind the attack of 9-11? Oh, good call. Is this now mainstream admittance and acceptance? Because like, if you're using it as a reason for us to be upset about it, then you are admitting openly oh, wow. Saudi Arabia was behind the 9-11 attacks. Oh, yeah, your stories aren't adding up. Your victimization isn't adding up. Was it Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda, or was it Saudi Arabia? Because if it wasn't Saudi Arabia and it was Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda, then we should have no problem with anyone playing and doing anything um, with Saudi Arabia. Welcome to money. Welcome 9-11, to 9-11 victims, families, you people should be very upset with anyone who harbors the terrorists that were responsible oh. for 9-11. No, no, see, remember? I think I remember what happened. Remember? 16 out of the 17 terrorists were Saudi Arabian, but that one guy did most of the work. Oh, the one whose passport... <laughs> you're talking about the guy whose passport flew down after the explosion? With, with both his thumbs attached to it. Yeah, with a rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> Just to verify. Oh, and the lower jaw. We're still uh, verifying remains from that incident, but we were able to find two passports of uh, two of the hijackers. It's absolutely incredible. Um, I know. I, did, did you see... Um, that plane that crashed, right? That caused the jets to to scramble. And okay, so we did not cover this. This is a couple days ago, and I did not docket it up. But okay. it's a stupid story. But yeah, dude, throw it the, down funniest, the, the funniest, the well, funniest part. Well, let's. Is... Uh, at first, w- there was a plane. It was a private plane. It apparently hit the sound barrier. It shocked a bunch of people with the sonic boom, and uh, it crashed. <clears throat> no, that was the plane. That was the jets. They scrambled to take it out. That was what the sonic boom was. Yeah, this plane couldn't do okay. something. All right. But uh, uh, and the, the point is, if the crash, you, they showed like a, a far, far away shot, and then they couldn't, they couldn't show too much of the wreckage because apparently you could see body parts. Ooh, that's so, rough, man. So when that plane crashes, like it literally hits trees and just gets obliterated, but. There's so many pieces that you could actually identify body parts. That's right. Soft, soft human arms. Yeah. But man. when the plane hit the Pentagon, nothing left. No, <laughs> just, no. just, just dirt, no metal. <laughs> no. One Cessna sized engine, a couple panels of frames, and pieces of luggage. There's <laughs> a piece of a dumpster, if that helps. I don't know how I got in there. Uh, I distinctly sorry, remember. I distinctly remember the footage of the Pentagon looking like a missile hitting it. It just looked like Whatever a missile. Whatever hit it was, was blew up. It just, like, you know what I mean? It wasn't something that wasn't yes, meant absolutely. to blow up. <laughs> you know, you know, I just I love the idea of them. I can't get over that Pentagon. And no, now that the thing Pentagon. is coming out about the dumpster fires... So I did see this. Uh, do you know a little info on it? Can you uh, expand on the dumpster fire that was the Pentagon plane crash? Yeah, 
Apparently there was no smoke from the plane crash. But then the news started reporting on all this like smoke and everything and it it turned out to be some dumpsters that they lit on fire. There is a conspiracy going around with some footage apparently that shows at the Pentagon near where they were doing the construction, they lit a bunch of dumpsters on fire and these dumpsters were billowing smoke and these were the images that were used by the media to show the plane crashing into the Pentagon. It's widely believed by most people whatever plane was heading towards the Pentagon, if it actually was, was shot out of the air way before it got anywhere near it. I think they were all shot out. I, I do honestly, too. I th- I've, t- I've, I've, I think what hit the towers were drones. And yes, I think, that's what I believe I think too. What hit, I hit, like what hit the Pentagon was a missile because you couldn't risk it. Yes. There were still people inside that Absol- you needed alive. You needed something pr- with precision. Exactly. You know what I mean? What was in the and then what was in the dumpsters that you were burning? Could have anything to do with the two billion dollars you were talking about missing? <laughs> There's no way it was a bunch of paperwork, right? Or receipts? <laughs> any receipts in those dumpsters? <laughs> Some receipts. Yeah. You got any receipts in there? Come on, Don Rumsfeld, what do you got in there? What are you hiding, dude? <laughs> yeah, man. I I absolutely agree with you. There's no doubt in my mind that the planes that hit the towers were drones. I actually believe fully that if you look closely at the frames, you could see the drones firing into the buildings right before contact, which is what made those spectacular explosions. Uh, there was a lot behind 9-11 that doesn't pass the sniff test or the, the eye test. The explosion looks so Hollywood. It's spectacular. I've watched it recently, actually. Even revisiting 9-11 images, you are wowed by just the absolute, ex- like, extremeness and and it's too perfect yes it's It's perfect so perfect 9-11 was perfect it perfectly played into the hands of the elite and those who wanted to wield more power and take away our rights how what better way to bring on the patriot act or you know establish the nsa in a broader scale and (laughs) surveil everybody like man they fucking nailed it and then they could start a world war across seas and just own the oil for 10 years what does uh, Adam Carolla always say? It's it's the it's the cash register at the at your gas station, right? <laughs> if right. some if sometimes it gives you a penny and sometimes it's you know it takes a penny, okay, the cash register is a little off, right? <laughs> That's right. But if every time you're taking money, it's three cents, five cents, one cent, but it's always in your favor. No, no, no. This is a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a scam. You know, and every time there's a disaster, I don't know how it happens, but you and all your friends make a ton of money and my life gets worse. Yes. You know what I mean? So this isn't, you know, this isn't something, this is a scam. You're scamming me. I sense a pattern and it smells like a scam. Yeah. No doubt about it. And there's also another pattern happening here, folks. It's the fastest hour in the universe. Oh, you got me. We have hit that point in time. I'm shocked myself, actually. It just it just flies on by. That's right. Well, we are. We have a lot to cover still in the next hour. Don't you go nowhere. We will uh, have some gems for you, I imagine. Uh, the best, the best part is the, the list of missed clips is now bigger than the list of planned. Yeah, so. We have to do a missed clip show where we just oh. roll through the clips. I got to stop drinking. 